she still does. She's right now in the heavenlies, seated in the heavens, the Bible says. Hebrews chapter 12, I believe. The great cloud of witnesses. And she's not just up there looking at me. She's cheering me on. That's what the Bible says. She's cheering me on. Even though she's in heaven, she still believes in me. And I matter to her. Amen. So this is, it, I mean, mom ain't right here, but she may as well be. Amen. And so Mother's Day is a really big deal for me because I had one. And I still do. Ann Clark Riley, my mama. I wouldn't be saved today. I wouldn't be a Christian. I wouldn't be a pastor. I would have had the life I had if it wasn't for my mama saying, we're going to church in the morning. And the next morning, clanging the pots and pans and mess, me not wanting to go. I'd cussed her out the night before. But me getting up because mama said it. And I didn't want mama to go by herself and have some preacher take our last dollar because we were poor as dirt. I didn't go with the right attitude. I'm sure people come and listen to me all the time. They're not here for the right attitude, the right reason. That's okay. <laughs> Neither was I. Amen. But the beautiful thing is, when you come into a place like this and you hear God's Word, and I tell you what, if you'll listen, God can touch you today. Are you hearing me, yes or no? Even if your attitude might not be the best, that's the nice thing about the Lord, ain't it? Because if you only listened to me when I just had a good attitude, it'd be rough. Amen. Say so today's message, a special message from my heart, it's a lesson that I learned from Mama. And like I said, I could have many. But today I've chosen one particular one, and that was this one right here. Something Mama would tell me. When I would call her, as a young pastor especially, she would tell me right here. Say it with me. Get out you. Say it loud with me. Get out you. Mama was a strong woman and not every woman's like my mom and i get that because we need variety on this planet amen but mama was tough she was hard i remember growing up six brothers and sisters i'm the youngest by seven years she divorced my daddy when i was 11 to a man she had been cheating on cheating my dad cheating on my daddy with and uh so then won't long after that, all my brothers and sisters are grown and gone. And here I am at home with Mama, and this fellow moved in down the hall that I didn't even know. And that went on for about four years. And uh, so we didn't, we didn't know a thing about Christ, didn't know anything like that at all. And then that summer, she married him in April, and that summer he done started flying the coop, going somewhere else. You know how it goes, don't you? And uh, so she's sitting in that recliner in late November, depressed because he ain't there no more. Or who knows where he's at. This is, this is what I vaguely remember because I was 16 years old almost, had my own life, playing sports, not really as concerned. I didn't want to be there anyway, right? But she's depressed, and that's when I walked in that night from partying and I saw her in that, that recliner crying. Y'all get the picture, yes or no? Well, she stayed married to that man for 17 years. My life went on to a beautiful life. Went off to college, came to a little beach town called Inglewood, Florida. When I was about 20 years old, 21, 
This was the first town I ministered in as a young minister. Still my town. Amen. Say. And I don't feel that old, even though my body's telling me different. But the point is, is that those first 10 years of my ministry here in the area, serving with my father-in-law, were hard. Not just the church. There were hard times there. Not this church, a former church. And there were hard times, but they were mostly all good times to me. Amen? I loved it. But there were, there were hard times in my family. And I was hurt real bad, even as a, as a, a young married fellow. You hear me or not? And guess who I called? Take a wild guess. Who? Who? When I couldn't say nothing to anybody else, I could call mama. And a lot of y'all might not know what that's like in your life. But that's what my life was. I could call mama. Mama loved me. Mama believed in me. Mama would keep my confidence. Mama would accept me. You hear me or not? Well, needless to say, my life was devastated when that same man murdered my mother. The night before Thanksgiving, 25 years ago this year. The 25th anniversary of her murder. But I'm so blessed to have had her the years I had her. To know that she's right there today going, get him, Gary. Preach it, boy. Amen. And so this is one of the lessons that she taught me as a young fellow. Young man, not a young boy. As a young minister, after she became a child of God. After she became a beautiful child of God. Even though she was tortured, abused. Things I didn't know happened to my mother. Later came out. I'd call her with some of my problems. Not realizing, perhaps... She had just been beat. But she took my call and encouraged me. Are you hearing me? Yes or no? This is one of the most powerful lessons. So I'm going to ask you to give me your attention. Are you all ready or not? I hope I ain't put you to sleep yet because sleeping's over now. Y'all got it? Yes or no? Here we go. Mama said, get out your notepad. When I would call her with problems, I'd call her with struggles, hard things in my life. When I was depressed, when I wanted to quit. When I didn't know how to even stay married, what do I do, Mama? Get out your notepad and write your bless, your blessings on the one side. Mama was from the country. She didn't graduate from high school. She said, get out your notepad, write your blessings on the one side, son, and write your mess on the other side. She's trying to teach me something. Keep looking. Push. And over the years, I've studied this now. When she told me at the time, I said, oh, Mama. Okay, Mama. But what she was saying is all through the Bible. Do you hear me or not? So let's look at what the Bible says. And I've studied it now over the years. And I got me some scripture that's strong behind what Mama was trying to teach us. Amen. Here it is. God's word, neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very nigh unto you. Say it with me. It's in your what? Mouth. And it's in your what? Heart. That you may do it. See, I've set before God speaking. See, I've set before you this day 
life and good, death and evil. And that I command thee this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, to keep His commandments and His statutes and His judgments, that you may what? Live, man, and multiply, and the Lord your God shall bless you in the land wherever you go to possess it. But, but... If your heart turns away so that you won't hear, you want to choose to live on the mess side. Did y'all hear me or not? Y'all okay or not? You want to choose to live the whiny life, the complaining, the trouble, Gary. Now, she didn't say that because she's mama, right? She's a little nicer than that. This is what she was saying. You calling me with all this mess like you ain't got no blessings. Well, God's Word said, if you want to live that way, you turn your heart away from, from loving me and seeing me as a good God, and you ain't going to listen. You're going to be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. And you know what? I think we do that. I think we do that. Our mess, we focus on our mess. And honest, honest to goodness, we end up talking about it like we worship it. Did you hear me or not? Are you all okay over here or not? You're alive or not? That's a tough message today. This is a life message that could change your life today. You might say, I don't need it. You're probably the one that really needs it. Come on. Listen. That's what God's Word says. He says, I denounce you this day that you shall surely perish. I'm going to tell you right here on the authority of God's Word today. You keep focusing on the crap in your life and you will perish. And you certainly will, you ain't getting out of that ditch you in. You hear me or not? This is good stuff right here. No way to be. And you can't praise God by talking about your mess all the time. Amen. Say, I'm not saying you don't work on some of the mess. I ain't saying you don't pray about the mess. But don't let the mess become your life. Y'all okay? This ain't an amen message, is it? And you're not going to prolong your days upon the land. wonder how many people, because of their mess and their problems in their life, they died early. That was their focus. That was their life. Wonder how many took their own life. Or lost their life to alcohol, drugs, or locked up depression, locked up in jail now. There's their life and it's gone. Oh, but the Bible ain't true. I'm going to tell you something right now. The Bible is the word of the living God. And boy, I tell you what, this is one of the strongest messages I'll ever preach right here. It changed my life. And I am hard-headed. How many of the hard-headed people we got in the house? I'm just talking, you just flat out hard-headed. Your head's just as hard as a block. That's me. How many already knew that? Let me see just a little poll. You knew that! God's Word, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. I've set before you life and death. I've set it before you. Get your notepad out. I've set it before you. There's the notepad. I've set before you life and death. Blessing and what? Cursing. Therefore, choose what? 
Choose what? What side am I supposed to choose on that pad? Y'all half asleep. One more time. What size? I'm, I'm to choose what? Life. Life and blessing. That you both, you and your kids, can live. You give me a mama that's hurt, beat down, but she chooses life for her and her kid. And that's her choice, and she stays with that choice. I'd put money on that woman. Did you hear me, yes or no? That's a good bet right there. Amen, yes or no? Praise the Lord. That you may love the Lord your God. That you may obey His voice. How in the world can I obey the voice of God when I'm drowning it out by focusing on all the bad in my life? Oh, you're terrible. You, and you won't say that at first. When you focus on all the mess, you won't start out going, God, you've been picking on me. But after a while, that'll be you. And you can't hear his voice. And that's your side now. You're living on that side. But if you'll listen and you'll hear his voice and obey his voice, if you'll cleave to him, that's a good thing about mess. It'll drive you to the other side. Amen. Say, most of us don't run to the Lord. Oh, I just love the Lord because I'm a lovey person. Most of us have loved the Lord because we've been driven there. Some of the pain in this room, you wouldn't believe it. Some of the most loving people in this room, people I've known for years in this town and in my life, if you unpeel the onion, there's something, a lot of times, some pain, struggle that drove them there. And they had a choice. And they chose blessing. You hear me or not? That you may dwell in the land which I swear to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, to Jacob, to give them. Let's keep pushing. So you see it's in the Bible. So we learned this morning so far. Say it with me. I set before you. Say it with me, church. Life and what? Get out your notepad. What? Blessing and what? Get out your notepad. How many got you getting it driven into your head now? Why don't you try this? When you're really down, you don't have to do it when you're down. Do it on a regular basis. But when you're facing a struggle and you find that struggle is starting to consume your thoughts, why not get out a notepad and fight back? Fighting words. And start over here with all the good things that God's doing in your life and the blessings that you have. Don't forget having a roof over your head and being able to breathe. As I get older, I told the first crowd, as I get older, and as I'm struggling with some health issues, it's nice to just be able to breathe and to not have a, a heart that's racing. My heart wants to race. And to just be calm and at peace. Things I would have never give a hoot about. So when you're writing your blessings, don't, don't forget to mention a lot of the things we forget. And see how that's going to outweigh this mess over here. Y'all hear me, yes or no? It don't mean it's going to make this go away, but it's going to give you a fighting chance. That you might what? That you might what? You want to live your rest of your life with the mess? You want to live the rest of your life? Oh, it's a bad day. Horrible day. 
Can I see some hands in? How many of you have suffered some serious pain or loss or struggle in your life? Just whatever that might be. Can I see some hands? I just have. That's most of us. You gotta choose to live, amen? Many of you are here today because of that. You chose to get your tail out of bed today, amen? Say. Yeah, on purpose. Well, I just go to church. Well, I go to church because I want to be here and I need it. Amen. Jesus said it this way. Similar to Deuteronomy. The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Guess which side of the pad that one is. We tell ourselves often, the devil did this, the devil did this. You know, it's generally you that did it or somebody else did it to you. And the devil really didn't do it. Here's where the devil comes in. Right here. A spiritual battle in the mind. It is your choice to choose life or death. And if you even lean towards the choosing death side or, or mess side or the curse side, he is right there to pull you in and suck you in and there goes your head. Plain English. But Jesus said, I'm come that you might have what? Life. And we know that's the cross, and we know that's salvation. We know that when we put our faith in Christ, we're going to go to heaven when we die. But wait a minute, that we can have life to the full or an abundant life. What does that mean? It means he's going to make us rich, give us all kinds of stuff like they tell you on TV? No. Right here. Do you hear me? Spiritual mind. That kind of mindset. Let this what? Cash be in your bank account like I have? Did Jesus say that? He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Did you hear me or not? Mama was spot on when I called her. And she'd usually start out with something like this. Son, Romans 8, 28, still in the Bible. Say that with me. Son, Romans 8, 28 is still in the Bible. Say Romans 8, 28 if you know it. And we know... That all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. You see how Mama was talking to me? All things work together for what? All things work together for what? Why are we acting like all things are bad? When all things work together for what? Yeah, but you don't understand what I've gone through. Yeah, but have you got any other things in your life that are good? All things work together for what? Think that way. Think that way. Get out your notepad. It's all right to write the mess down. Mama was convinced that there'd be more blessings than there was mess. Mama was convinced that if she could get her son to start thinking some about the blessings, I would be better able to fight the mess. Did you hear me? Keep looking. So get out your notepad. Let's keep going. This is just an elementary message. I know some of y'all, y'all don't need it. We'll see. We'll see. I thought I didn't need stuff. You ever been punched in the gut out of the blue in life? You ever thought, I didn't think that would ever happen to me? The Bible says you take heed when you think you stand lest you fall. You'd be wise to be humble today. 
And I love that. It forms a cross, doesn't it? Make your notepad just like that. Make it a cross. Because of the cross, I'm blessed. You see that? Life. Death. Bless. Mess. Blessing. Cursing. Bless words. The word bless means well words. Well. Well. You want to be blessed? Start speaking well words. I'm not talking about some hocus pocus magic words. If I just start talking well words, everything's going to go away and I'll be happy ever after. Not saying that at all. But if you'll mean it down in your gut to love the Lord, to serve the Lord, to honor the Lord, to give Him His blessing and, and, and name it for what it is, you are good to me, God, I'm going to guarantee it. You are going to get better. You're going to be stronger. I'm not saying that you're not still going to go through some mess in your life. You are. But you're going to come out on the other side stronger. And God's going to take care of you. I believe it. Life and death. Go ahead, buddy. Malachi says, if you'll not hear, Gary, if you ain't going to listen to Mama, if, you're not here, if, you don't, if you won't hear, if you will not lay it to heart, say that part with me, to give glory unto my name. See, that's what you're doing when you're getting out the notepad. Yeah, but this is bad. It's happening in my life. My life's going to hell. No, your life ain't going to hell. But if you keep talking like that, it is. Amen. You're putting way too much energy here. Come on. If you'll not hear, if you'll not lay it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord, I will even send a curse on you. I'll curse your blessings. Hey, don't get mad at God. This is natural. This is natural. You live over here on the mess side. Are y'all hearing me today? You okay? You live over here on the mess side, and you just keep living over here. You don't even realize something is set in motion. You are cursing your blessings. You're making them of no effect. What good are blessings if I don't acknowledge them? Say, if you don't thank the Lord you live in this country... You think it means a whole lot if you have this, this pitiful attitude and you see the flag and you like, you, you half-heartedly like, I pledge allegiance to the flag, you know. But if you thank God you live in this country, if this is a regular thing that happens, and when that old flag's waving and that pledge comes, I pledge allegiance. You understand the difference, yes or no? You got it in you. And that's what happens in life. If you focus on the mess... There's something natural that's going to happen. And it's something God set in motion. You're going to be cursed. Did you hear me? I don't know if you're getting that or not, but I'm going to say it. Because it's a truth. I'll curse your blessings. I've cursed them already. Because you didn't what? You didn't lay it to heart, man. I've been good to you. I've blessed you. That's what mama was trying to tell me. So often, say this with me. So, help me church. So often we give way too much what? And attention to our what? Then we, now that's just normal, isn't it? Why would I spend a lot of time on my blessings? 
Well, here's a good answer because it's healthy for you. Yeah, but if I don't spend a lot of time on my mess, how's it going to get better? Here's one way it can get better. By spending some time on your blessings. Amen. Say. I'm not saying stick your head in the sand. I'm blessed. I ain't got no mess. I'm blessed and ain't got no mess. That's what they tell you on TV. I'm blessed and ain't got no mess. And you get up, you get up and like, oh, the mess is still there. Oh, I'm blessed and ain't got no mess. But you would be wise to focus on the blessings and be strong to fight the mess that comes along. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord. I need a break anyway. Who would have thought this would have been such a hard message? Now I know how Mama felt on the other end of the phone. Because some of you are like, you're like, I don't know about all this. Listen, we treat it like a curse. Our, our mess, we give it too much attention. We treat our mess like a curse when it's really not. Either I did something or somebody else did something or a circumstance happened or something natural is taking place. But if I magnify it and I start focusing on it, I'm going to tell you something right now. It will be a curse because it's knocking out the blessings in your thought life and in your spiritual life. Amen? I didn't know I'd grow up to be a psychologist. But anyway, here we go. This is good stuff. Our mess becomes our curse because it becomes our what? Our focus and our what? You ever been hurt by somebody's hard words? I mean, has there ever been a time when I say that, you can think of somebody, something that really hurt you to the core. Somebody said something, and you say, Pastor, that hurt me. Let me see your hand. That just really hurt me. I was hurt by that. Did you know we do that to the Lord? We're doing that to the Lord. Our words matter. Our, and, and we're doing it to ourselves and we don't even know it. Words matter, guys. So we make our curse. We make it our curse and then we do what to ourselves? My mother was brutally murdered. She was shot six times with a three fifty-seven Magnum. The last time I talked to her was on Sunday night. She was murdered on Wednesday night. I, was coming, I wasn't coming home, so I was talking to her. The rest of the family was coming home for Thanksgiving. I was going to come home on Christmas. It's the last time I talked to Mama. I never saw my mother again because it was a closed casket, because she was shot in the face and in the arm trying to block the shots. Six times he unloaded the gun on. Then he sat down and blew his own brains out. I know that's hard on Mother's Day. But here's the fact. That could have ruined my life. That could have ruined my life. That could have ruined my service for the Lord. How can a God, a good God that I've served, let that happen to my mother? But not because I'm a great guy, but because I have a great God. The Holy Spirit that we make up stuff about. He makes you run and whatever. He's the comforter. He came alongside of me. He showed love to me. He held me. And I can't explain it other than to say this. I didn't get bitter. I, I became a better person. 
I started to see heaven like I've never seen it before, as it's a place that really matters, where there's real people, and my mama's one of them. It changed my life. Instead of focusing on what could have destroyed my life, she was the most precious thing in my life. And I was married at the time, and I had two children. But if I'm being honest, my mother was the most precious person in my life. And she was taken. But the point is, not to put myself up, but to prove the message to you. How can there be more mess than that? That's a lot of mess. God is powerful. You hear me? His word is true. Knowing him. You can get over. It's not get over. I didn't get over my mother's death. It's part of my life. But I didn't turn on God because of it. I turned to him. Do you understand? But not because I'm a great person. I turn to him because that's what he does. That's his promise. You call unto me. God says, and I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things you never knew. And that's what he's done for me. Did you hear me or not? And thank God for mama telling me to get out the notepad. Little did she know when she was telling me that. Boy, would I ever need that one day, mama. Amen. So this is powerful today, guys. Bless, blessing, bless words. Our blessings don't get enough credit and attention. And our blessings should. We don't use our blessed words and our blessings to bless us when we really should. You know, why are we so like, life's good, and I'm just going to bless, bless, bless. And when things go bad, we go the exact opposite. Life sucks, man. It's just pathetic. We'd be very wise to always bless. Amen. Say. And when some of that mess comes along, it's life i got to deal with. It. It's hard. And sometimes I have to double down and dig deeper. I get that. But listen, I'm going to just keep blessing. Amen. Say. Say that with me. I'm just going to keep. One more time. I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to keep. you got to keep telling yourself that. And I'm the worst. So if you're looking, oh, he's just so positive. Are you kidding? Who are you talking to? If this can work on me, it can work on anybody. Amen. Come on. Our blessings don't bless us because of our focus and our words. We're just repeating this. We miss seeing our blessings. Therefore, we are not what? Period. Oh, just mama didn't have a good education. She don't know what she's telling her son. Now, I believe Mama's smarter than most people. She could see things I needed before I ever got there. Crazy. Because we choose not to see, we live on that side, and it's all just trash. Thank you, Raj. Get out your notepad, Mama said. We've got to hurry, buddy. I know I get sideways. He and I do these messages in the office, and I never go ballistic like this with you, do I? Is your mess really a curse? Ask yourself, is your mess really a curse? Say it with me. Probably what? Yeah, but you don't understand. How many ever said that to somebody? But you don't. Let me, come on, quit lying. How many say, but you don't understand? You don't know what happened to me. How many had something really bad happen to you in your life? Can I see some hands again? Tell these people that, okay? We do know. Say that. We do know. 
Anybody else in this room ever lost a loved one at the hand of a murderer? Let me see your hand. Not a lot of us. It's a few of us, though, isn't it? So Gary's not alone, is he? How many ever had cheated on you, turned their back on you, and left you like you were nothing? Like you were nothing. Let me see your hand. Like I was nothing. Like I was nothing. You ain't alone, are you? Say, you ever been in a business and had somebody take from you in your business or business partner, some business went wrong? Anybody like that in the house? Anybody? I was going to say, you were almost alone, but you ain't. There's several. You hear me? How many have been lied to like a dog? I was lied to like a dog. You're not alone, are you? You getting my point? Lose that from your vocabulary you don't understand. That's a devil's word to get you to live on this side of life. Come on. It's bad, but it ain't that bad. It's bad, but it ain't that bad what you're going through. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing, James says. My brethren, these things are not so to be. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. I'm lit. I don't care. I'm lit. I don't care. I'm lit. No, you crazy. You are blessed. And you're a normal human that mess happens to. How about that? But don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Why? Say that verse with me. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This is a good message today. What happened to victorious woman message on Mother's Day? The blessed woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've gone crazy on Yena. Well, maybe we'll see some lives change today. How about that? Amen. Say. This will change your life. Change mine. The power of words. Now, this is awesome. I love this. If you, don't, if you don't get this and see this in your Bible, you miss stories like this. You'll be reading along. That would be nice. But look at it now with what we've learned. Are y'all ready? And on tomorrow, Jesus was with his disciples. And when they came from Bethany, it wasn't that far from Jerusalem. But they'd been traveling about a day's journey or so. And they is hungry. They're men, man. They're hungry. And Jesus saw a fig tree way off. Woo! It's about lunchtime, boys. And he comes to see the fig tree, to eat some figs, and there ain't nothing on the fig tree. Nothing. You ever, you ever had a garden like that and you got beautiful leaves, but you just don't have no, what, what happened? I mean, this was great. What happened? Nothing was on the tree. And Jesus said to, to the tree, and his disciples heard it, said, no man is ever going to eat anything off of this tree forever. He was mad at that fig tree. You hear me, yes or no? He was not happy with that fig tree. <laughs> he was hungry. And on the morning, as they passed by on the way back, they came by the same fig tree. Yesterday, leaves were big, happy. And it was dried up from the what? And Peter called to remembrance. Here's the way he probably did it. Like, oh, my gosh. He was doing that all the time with Jesus. He was like, oh, man, whoa. He calls to remember, he says, Master, Master, behold the fig tree yesterday that you cursed. It is now dead in the hammer. And Jesus said unto them, have faith in God. 
Now, that can be a nice thing he said, or that could scare the snot out of you. I'm just saying right there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now, people have taken that verse and make you think you can go stand at Mount Everest and keep praying and Mount Everest will be removed. That's not what Jesus was trying to teach us. He was trying to teach us that your words will kill you. Your negative thoughts will damn you. You will not be fat and happy. You will live a life of starvation spiritually. You can choose to believe me, God says, and have faith with me and know that I'm a good God and I bless you and you are a blessed person. Or you can choose the other path. But this other path is going to lead to death. Did you all get that message? And a pretty good message right there. Get out your notepad. Life, death. Bless, bless, blessing. Mass, curse, cursing. I don't want to be on that side. Focus on that. When you focus on the blessings, when you focus on the blessings, say it with me. There's what? And when you focus on the blessing, there's what? How can you be a person who's grateful when you're focusing on the mess in your life and how bad you have it? Listen. You make our life miserable when you do that. Oh, but God's really patient. No, He ain't. He don't like it no better than we do. Amen. And we don't give you your air. And we don't do for you. He gives you everything and we still whine. Amen. Come on. If you'll do this, you'll feel what? You'll feel what? No, I feel better when I'm really just mad all the time and I'm upset because I've been treated so miserably in my life and I'm happy. Leave me alone. I'm happy. You feel better. It's a fact. You can go to ABC News, which I wouldn't recommend a lot, but that's another story. You can go to Dateline. You can go anywhere you want and find out these facts. Surgeons affirm that people who exhibit faith do better in surgery than those who do not have a religious faith. They'll even say it doesn't matter what your faith is. Any faith, if people really believe in it, they do better through surgery. That shows you the power of thought and of the mind and focusing on the good instead of the bad. Keep looking, though. Can you even imagine the power that you and I have when it's not just a religious faith? When it's not just a religious faith, but when it's a solid Real, personal relationship with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And you're telling me I can't make it? Get behind me, Satan. Who said that? Jesus did. That's some strong talk, ain't it? You tell me I can't make it. I can make it. Jesus strong. I can do how many things?
Through who? Who strengthens? Amen. Do you see when you live on this side how that you're slapping God in the face? So much of His Word you're saying, not true. Don't do that. I'm not saying be foolish. Sell your house. Give all the money to your favorite preacher. Don't do any of that. Be smart. Be wise. As a serpent. Harmless as a dove. But choose to live on this side. Amen. Get out your notepad. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and don't forget His benefits. He forgives my iniquities. He heals my sicknesses. He's redeemed my life from destruction. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. Thank you, Lord. I bless your name. Who satisfies my mouth with good things so that the youth is renewed like an eagle. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful. He's gracious. Thank you, Lord. You're slow to anger with me. You're plenteous in mercy. He'll not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after my sins. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you didn't send me to hell like I deserve. Won't you start doing some of this? Yes or no? Amen. Well, I don't know how to do it. Read that psalm. Nor rewarded us according to our sins, our iniquities. For as the heavens high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those that fear or respect him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he's removed my sins. Yeah, but I'm depressed. Look a little silly, don't I? Like as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those that respect him. Now that word pity is a big old word that means he loves a snot out of you. Amen. He's for you. He knows our frame. You don't know what I'm going through. Oh, he knows. He remembers we're from dust. Aren't you glad when you screw up? You can say, Lord, I'm sorry. And you know that on the other end is a God who understands. He ain't for what you did, but he understands your sin nature. Not giving you a pass because of who you are, but he forgives you because of the blood of Jesus. This is powerful. As for man, his days are as grass as a flower of the field, so he flourishes for the wind passes over it. And it's gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. Where was that grass? It's just gone. But the mercy of the Lord is from what? Why am I focusing on this mess when the mercy of the Lord is for what? And I'm focusing just on this. To those that reverence Him and fear Him and His righteousness is unto their children and to their children's children. What are we teaching our kids? How to be depressed? How to be angry? How to be bitter? Or are we teaching our kids how to be thankful? How to be grateful? How to be blessed? Amen. How to make it in life. Amen. Powerful. To such as keep His covenant and to those that remember His commandments to do them the Lord has prepared His throne in heaven. Hallelujah. His kingdom rules over everything. Bless the Lord, ye His angels that excel in strength. You mean His angels too I got? Mm-hmm. That do His commandments hearkening unto the voice of His word. How many angels, when we get to heaven, we're going to find out that was sent to our house. We're there to help me. Pick me up. Keep me out of that accident that everybody else seemed to get into but not me. I don't understand it all. 
Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of His. You're ministers of the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Live on the blessed side that do His pleasure. Bless the Lord, all His works in all places of His dominion. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. I got to quit, Raji. You're killing me. We're done. Mama said what? Get out your notepad, right? Come on. Yeah, but wait a minute. Mama said get, take it, get that notepad, right? Get out that what? Now, here's the last thing I'll say. I'm going to quit. I'm glad we made it this far, Roger. When Mama would get off the phone with me after I'd talked to her about my problems. And listen to me. Mama listened to some of my problems. But she didn't listen to everything, and she couldn't take it but so long. But here's what she would say to me. Gary, take care of you, son. Was Mama telling me to be selfish, not to care for my wife and kids and the church? Was she saying that? No. She was trying to say, you matter to me. I'm worried about you, son. Take care of you, Gary. Don't get up and do all that preaching without hiding some of that in you, son. Y'all get it? Let's thank the Lord for the word today. Amen. I quit. Amen. Woo! I liked it. I thought it was a good message. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. Some of you.